You're listening to Inspirato Projecto, perhaps on Spotify, TuneIn, Apple Podcasts, Google Podcasts, Breaker, Spreaker, Stitcher, Podacy, Blueberry, iHeart, and any slew of many other podcast directories and apps. Thank you so much for listening. This episode features a lot of revelations, a lot of ideas, a lot of epiphanies, synchronicities uh, during my trip over the 4th of July weekend when Yachtly Crew is out there at the Desert Diamond. So here we are hanging out with Dory. And also I'd like to say that thank you to everyone who called in on the Inspirato Projecto hotline. Thank you so much to... Thank you so much to John Garside from Forgotten Tales. Thank you to Clay. Thank you to Man Behind the Machine. And by the way, Man Behind the Machine, this is my answer to your question. I would like to hear... LucasArts soundtrack video game music. That's my answer. That's my answer. Stay tuned. When did you meet? When did you meet the guy that you shook hands with? When did I meet him? What do you mean? I yeah, well, like what year or whatever? Like at what point? Because Dory was just born. And where? Like what was the circumstance? Where were you at? I was in my bar. I had I had a bar. I, you were a bartender. Bartending, yeah, but it was my own. And he said, Rebecca, it's been a long time. Yeah, and then he he touched me, and and the hands came together. It was like electricity going. Did you suddenly get? Uh, you know, like they say, your life flashes before yeah, you. Did you yeah, suddenly no, get it, images? It was like uh, the electricity went right through my whole body. It was like, it was weird. It was the weirdest thing ever. Oh my gosh. So you had electricity going through you. Yeah. And then did you did you suddenly start remembering the, those No, I didn't have to remember. It was, it was it's alive. It's always been alive in my mind. I've always thought about it and why. And, and, and then, what, so when he happened. shook... And he just confirmed that it was real. So confirmed it. That it was so real. that was not the first time you had felt no, that feeling. No, I knew feeling. this had happened in my life. How I did, knew this had happened. At what point did you, at first, uh, come to that idea that it happened? That idea? Yeah. At what was point? There. It was just part of my life. Right. Was, Ever since I you were born. Knew it was part of my life. Yeah. Was when when I became aware of things. That's about the time I would say. Well, what yeah. were the first images? My stargazing days and, you know, thinking about other things and thinking that there's more and more to life. And, you know, that, that kind of a realization in your life, you know? Yeah. Probably like 12, 13. Yeah. Oh, 12 or 13. Yeah. So when you're, so, and then how old were you, do you think? Okay, so when you were, you were 12 or 13 and you started thinking about that woman, Rebecca. Yeah, no, I knew she was very, very clear in my mind. There was never a question about it. <laughs> How much do you know about that woman? 
in addition to her getting stoned. Do you know much about her life? Yeah, uh, apparently I, uh, I did not follow the laws of the land. Because when you commit um, adultery, you get stoned. You get part of it. And I never understood it because I never was that kind of person in my mind. So I always was, that always bothered me about it. Because that, that was not me, so I couldn't understand. So it must have been circumstances that led to it, unfortunate circumstances that led to my death. So as as early as 13, you would have images of you being a woman who was stoned to death and, right. and you know, for right. adultery? Yeah. <coughs> Did you have anyone else to talk to these things yeah, about? Yeah, to your priest. Did you... So was it tricky for Mention you? Mention that to your priest. Yeah, I imagine. It must have been crazy. No, you couldn't. You got, I had nobody to talk to. Nobody. So, so you held... nobody to talk to. So you held that sort of... that. Uh, yeah. That secret in for a long time until yeah. you met that man yeah. while you're bartending, and he goes, Rebecca, it's been a long time. Yeah. And he shakes your hand, and all of a sudden it reconfirmed everything you you had always yeah. known since you were thirteen. I knew the minute I laid my eyes on him. I almost... How did you feel you were related to him? Lover. Was he the one that Rebecca had committed adultery with? I don't know. In their past life. I don't know. I never went into the details. It was too overpowering for me. Let me like reaffirm that one more time. The whole yeah. thing was too overpowering for somebody German like me that had to stay straight. I had to fight it right from the beginning. I could not give in to that, if you understand Germans at all. You cannot give in to something like that. Oh. You have to fight that. That is not real. Why wouldn't Germans ag uh, agree in that kind of thing? Should, certainly it's there's folklore. It's just the way I was raised. It's just something about it you don't... You don't think about it or talk about it. Very raised, very strict, very realistic. Very right. Everything makes sense. Everything has a mathematical answer to it. Yeah. Do you know nothing, what I'm saying? Nothing supernatural. No dreaming, no dreaming above and beyond the, this doesn't work. And that's all I want to talk about, isn't it? Well, it's fascinating to me because yeah. I, you know, I read books about this kind of stuff, yeah. so I've never really I'm met... Not, but I, I, can't, I can't give into it even right now. I can't. Oh, I got you. Okay. Can't do it. It's so fascinating to me. Thank you for even telling me that little bit. That's, that's yeah, it's, such it's, a gift to me. Yeah, it's, uh, it's incredible. I mean, there are things... <coughs> I've always been, it's, I've never in my life have ever had anybody, to, there was nobody ever to talk about those kind of things. You know, maybe a professor here and there, you know, and I used to hang around a lot of professors when I was a very young age, I, like me and professors always, you know, got along, like I learned how to set my first rocket off. And you learn how to set nature. off a rocket? Yeah. You learn how to mix the proper chemicals and everything yeah. and shoot it off? It one of the Incredible. Yeah. Like I say, I always hung around the professors. And yeah. They, always, like, they were always fascinated by me because I was always so willing to learn, 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 learn. So. Yeah. Those who That's love to that, learn. That, so those are the only people that I could you know, and then people found that strange when they would see Ingrid and the professor. It's like, you know, she put a picture in your mind, you're a girl, old guy, you know. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. 
I understand. It's crazy, you know, I mean, for you to have such an old soul, you know, so to speak. You know, I see, I see like the little girl and the old guy like in the picture, the cover of her book, you know what I mean? I, mm -hmm. I can see it now, you know? And then, yeah. So you think it might be a strange uh, view for, for the outside world to see that yeah. a young girl is speaking so intelligently yeah. with such an older gentleman? Yeah. Yeah, I, I all my life I was sitting on round table. I did round table when I was about eleven and that was because of a connection. You know what round table is, right? For the little round table. Not really. Yeah, well round tables are around the world. We mm. have it now, channel fifteen has it. Oh, you know that. When I think of a round table, I think of people brainstorming about ideas and imagination. I don't know what that kind of round table is. Round table where realistically political. It's very political. Oh, I gotcha. And it's usually on Sundays. Around the world on Sundays, that's when the reflections come in on what's happening. And so you were a part of that stuff? Of the world. It was very political, raised, yeah. How old were you at that time? About 10, 11. And you were at this, this, uh, this round table thing? Yeah, I was invited because of a connection. I had a connection. It was um, um, a... a um, What do you call it? Uh, on the other side, we were east and west. Um, oh. Um, what is the word? I can't think of the word right now. Um, communist. Oh, communist. So, so I knew the Jewish man, uh, a, a German journalist, a Jewish German journalist, um, that my mom took care of his mother, and so the connection was there. And I was interested in what he was doing, of course, and he was very interested because at such a young age I was so interested in it. So that was always a connection that I had with people. And, um, and uh, um, so I was invited to the round table. That's incredible. I love that they respected your intelligence in that fashion, yeah, I, you know? I, what I, a great, that's exciting. Yeah. They viewed your your uh, well, they do imagination. It here now, finally, they do it here now. Finally, they recognize your your children that are that are gifted. You know, they're recognized around a lot more than they ever have now mm -hmm. these days. I think, but then you have to pay attention to it. You know, there's some pretty yeah, smart kids some... around. There's some very smart yeah, kids around. Yeah, But anyway, so some... it was because of the connection that I had the invite. So. School? So I was always around those kind of people, you know what I mean? And, yeah. And I kept surrounding myself. That's great brain food. Yeah. That's the best brain food. People who are thinkers who aren't just waddling in, you know, Until the, the day mud. came when I fucked it all up and said, that's it, I'm done now. I'm done being smart, it's not paying off for me. Why, when did you, why did you make that choice? I had to look at uh, where the money comes in, you know, or job to take, why did why don't why didn't you why didn't you stop valuing your intelligence? I could not keep on going to school and afford it. When the, especially in this day and age, there's no excuse. You know, there's lots of education out there. You can no go to YouTube. You can see all kinds of things. It's not this day and age. Oh my God! Anybody can learn anything. My dad's learning guitar on YouTube right now. It was now. not this day and age. You're not doing it. Oh right, no, right. So if anyone had any reservations about that. All those excuses can be gone Not right now. now. Yeah, now yeah. is a different time. Yeah, anybody Not can. When I was young, it right. was. Right, I see what you mean. Okay. Yeah. So back then, you were like. Before you 
your phone and before your connections and before your everything. Yeah, yeah. Back then, there wasn't that luxury. Yeah, I know what you mean. So you felt that your intelligence just wasn't worth, it wasn't valuable. No, I had to, I had to pursue a, a, a life that paid money. <coughs> and have money coming in. And wildness took over. So no one told you that intelligence was valuable? Yeah, that was all there, of course, but not for the moment. It was not there the for the moment. You know what I'm saying? You, it did not pay. Oh, God. You cracked your head into this cabinet? Oh, my God. It's not the first time. I just imagined an 80s film where this guy, like, okay, maybe there's some kind of, like, strange party. Maybe, whoa. Maybe it's a horror film. I don't know what. But something happens. Maybe it's kind of like an animal house kind of thing. I don't know yet. But this dude who's only 17, he's sort of kidnapped by several older women. I'm not going to say how much older, but just older. They could be any ages. I I don't care. Uh, It's older women. They're almost like suicide girls. And... um, Ranging in all ages. And they're threatening to, you know, they're like, they want to have sex with him. And he's like, look, can you please just respect that I don't want to get any of us in trouble until I t- officially turn 18 at 12 o'clock tonight. So maybe this crazy party is happening. Um, heck, maybe, that, maybe this is something that happens during the uh, Saturday Night Fever. Uh movie that I'm putting together with Lawrence forget I said that so these women who knows whether they're zombies or vampires or mermaids, sirens who knows they captured this guy and they are willing to honor his request they said look if you don't have sex with us by this time per your agreement it's like trust me I want to He's like, I want so bad, you know. In fact, heck, I'll, you know, I want to record it. Heck, maybe he wants to record it. He goes, trust me, I want to record it, but I want to do it legally so none of us get in trouble. I want to make sure I'm 18. And it all happens to fall on his birthday, and bam. Maybe it's the harem of some, like, strange vampire king or, like, uh, a werewolf king. Maybe they're going to turn into werewolves. Whoa. Wouldn't that be crazy if, oh, my God, wouldn't that be crazy is if... At 12 o'clock on that full moon, they turn into, the ladies turn into werewolves, but maybe they forget or something. I don't know. And then he tur- and then he, it's like his birthday. You think this big crazy thing's going to happen, but then they turn into werewolves and you're wondering, uh-oh, what's going to happen now? What next? That might be fun. So those are some ideas. My advice to comedians, make as many jokes as possible that force the audience to come up with the definition for what the joke actually means. So come up with as many jokes as possible that leave questions in their minds 
So if they're choosing to make it dirty, that's up to them. You're not, you're giving them the invitation to choose exactly what choice they want. So if they want to make it a dirty joke, that's their, that's their choice. If, if, if they want to take it exactly for what that is, like for instance, um, you know, like, uh, anchor, anchor, I hardly know her. So someone could say, oh gosh, that's so dirty. Well, ank, what does that really mean? Ank her, you know, let's investigate what that really means. So it's in the hands of the audience. You're getting younger all the time. Oh, you're getting younger all the time. Younger, younger, younger. So let's imagine some of the successful laugh makers. Huh? What's your epiphany? I'll record it. Record your epiphany. Hi there. Hi there, little puppy. You're so cute. I'm your epiphany. The people are always, including my mom, would always tell me happy birthday on the 7th. <clears throat> I'm like, my birthday's on the 8th. And my favorite number, I was born four minutes after midnight. So people always think that's Four is your seven. favorite number. 12.04 after midnight would be a.m. Yes. 12.04 a.m. Yeah, right, that started so four it. four minutes have made it the eighth. That's it. Maybe the number four is in there. It is infinity. It's, it's, it's my favorite number. And four, one, three, eight. Twelve, oh, four. That's good. I'll take it. I'll put that in my back pocket. Do it. I will. <laughs> Twelve, oh, four, four, five, six, seven. So that's funny. July 7th, you're getting a lot of wishes from people. Yeah. My mom, up until like a year ago, always called me on the 7th. And I would just pick it up and listen to the singing. And, and attendance number of completion. Thank you very, very much for the early song. Because mm -hmm. it's actually tomorrow. How many belated wishes do you get per capita? Well, I don't know. How many belated birthday wishes per capita does get Arizona much. get? I don't get much. Don't talk I want to figure out the demographics and the statistics and the probabilities. <coughs> <coughs> what are the probabilities that you're going to hear a... is very probable. What's the probability that you're going to hear a birthday wish on the 7th rather than on the 8th or after? Better probability um, before the 8th? From this one in there? Today... Uh-huh. 99.9%. Yeah. Well, but it changed last year, so we shall see. Damn. Always shall see. Maybe she one? started going into labor at this point. 
Maybe she tried well, to output daytime. you all day. It was daytime and she was smoking a joint. Because my sister took like 12 hours. And so when <coughs> she started going in labor with me, she thought she had time. <coughs> so she, she felt she had time? She, yeah, because it was 12 hours with my sister. So she thought she had time. So oh. she changed into her bikini, went out back and laid by the pool and smoked a joint. And then realized it was happening much sooner. It's probably what she remembers, the point when it started. And the neighbor had to drive her because, yeah, it was time right away. There was no 12 hours. It was very fast. Uh-huh. Our friend had, had right a, a child in a car. The cop delivered it. cop was a midwife. He did a terrific job, apparently. Anytime you say the word cop, I just think of, fuck the police. Fuck, fuck, fuck the police. Princess, do you see your friend out there? I bet you she sees Dash. Is there a kitty? Hello, little puppy. I bet you there's a white cat. An overly friendly white cat. I think the key to her barking is trying to figure out how to put ourselves in her shoes. uh, With those things. Well, we didn't expect that she would all. You know, it's so funny. Once I, I picked her up and skated cat. around, she uh, she became calmer on the skates. She did. Which was an unexpected thing. First she looked worried, and the second time she actually had a little smile. So I'm wondering... I'm wondering so with So do we need Uno, to do what she does? I'm trying oh, to figure yeah, out with how we, Uno, how do we break thing. that spell? That didn't happen until after Norton passed. She so, never okay, did it. So roller skating, so we had actually pick her up. Changed. Bam, broke the spell. Because then she could see what that's like from our perspective. Uno, what do we do? Do we hold her Give in her our arms while we... Give her, Give, her Give her the whole deck. Give her the whole deck. Give her the deck. What are your thoughts? That's what she thinks. Princesa. Come here, little poppy, poppy. Hi. Always what smiling. are your thoughts about that roller skating ex- expedition? Excursion. Excursion expedition. Excursion expedition. Oh, you're so cute. Oh, my God. Oh, my God. Okay, so how do we break this spell of Uno? It's such a good game, Princess. Princess, you've got to allow for that one to exist. Please, please, what can we do? Give us... Give us a clue. We're going to play Uno. Huh? Yahtzee. How does she feel about Yahtzee? She's fine. Okay, let's play Yahtzee then. How do we combine Yahtzee with Uno? Those were two of my favorites. How do we combine um, At what point in Yahtzee, maybe, maybe when you do Yahtzee, then you start playing Uno? If you hit a Yahtzee? Like if you get a double Yahtzee in one game. Oh, that's good. So then you start playing Yahtzee, Uno. Someone hits a second Yahtzee in one round, then you move on to Uno. And they automatically start with a draw four card in their hand. Mm. As a triple Yahtzee. I love it. Draw four. Yeah. Draw four cards. Four. How cool is that? Draw Uno draw is filled four. with the four. The number four. And it means one. And four plus one is synchronicity. What if the game was you had to have two cards? Dos! We could make the card game called Dos. So we get down to two cards. Or Quattro. Since it's down like to four, four cards. Quattro! Let's make Quattro. Once you're down to four cards, you win. You gotta call it. You still gotta play. Quattro. It. Quattro. 
Marco. Will we utilize similar tactics oh, as Uno? Oh. Like colors? Numbers? I can hardly see them after a while. Green and blue. What about what about like nature whatever. items? What about elements? Elements and nature items. Okay, we'll have earth and sky. Okay, so any sky cards can work together. Any, you know, et cetera, et cetera, down the line. Okay, now do we utilize colors? Do we, do we utilize... When to blend them. So instead of like blue, what colors are there? Red, Okay, yellow. each element. I guess What's we'll have green, yellow? brown. What's red and yellow mixed together make? Uh, orange. Okay, so orange Okay, so one. we'll only do secondary colors. And then the purple. other one is blue. Orange, purple. And in Yahtzee's blue and green. What does blue and green make? Gr oh. Well, green is this is the is comes from blue and yellow, so green's is secondary. So we've got orange and green. Orange, green, purple, and eleven uh, T. That's it. I think those are the secondaries. Is that 11T. it? Because only three primaries. Green. Yellow and red is orange. Okay, yellow and blue is green. Yellow and red is orange. Blue and green. Oh, what's blue and green? Purple? I mean, no, 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 I'm sorry. Oh, blue and yellow is green. Okay, blue and red is purple. Okay, then red and blue is purple. And then red and yellow is green. Okay, so we got those bases covered. So purple, yeah, orange. Green. How are them bullets going? I like them. Are they from, where are they from? Norway. What's the name of them? They're from Norway. Chicago bullets. Chicago bullets from Norway. <laughs> yeah. Chicago bullets. Do you feel like you're... From Czechoslovakia. Traveling like a bullet? Yeah. I mean, look at it. It's like yin and yang. And plus you got pink in there, which you're not used to having. <coughs> <coughs> I love that there's white in the tip. So it's great. There's a connection here, and and then here, the the uh, what outlines it is black. So it's so cool. They're connected. They're connected, young one. Who's gonna get up first? What are these called? Miyagi's. Legs. Tortoise legs. You say tortoise, I say tardis, tortoise, tardis. Let's time travel. What does this say? Oh, well, these are like really dirty. What's that called? But I don't know. What is it? Oh, like, uh, roller. Die. Mystic. Roll so the wheels say roller derby. What does this say? USA, uh, my sill. Are those L's? I almost feel like it's Arabian. M Y S I I I F. Mischief. Mischief. Mystique. Mystique. Mystery. Is that an L or a T at the bottom? I have no idea. I never even knew that was on there. This roller skate is a mystery. 
This roller skate's a mystery. This roller derby's a mystery. See how their ears have grooves set for the. Oh yeah, the groove is right there in the heart. This is set for knocking people down. Mmm. This is for the rink. That's for the derby. That's right. Bullet. So they say. The infamous they. Chicago, the Chicago bullet. It says right there on the packaging. Alley-oop. She's got the TARDIS on her legs. She's got the TARDIS. And don't you forget it. It's on her legs. Oh, yeah. We're now walking through the gla grass. The glass. We're now walking through the glass. Oh. Skates. Chicago bullets. Chicago bullets. Is that your drink or mine? It. Everybody, gather around. Want to hear the Inspirato hotline number? Yeah. All right. Goes a little bit like this. Five, six, one, two, zero, three, nine, one, seven, niner. Five, six, one, two, zero, three, nine, one, seven, niner. Say, I got an idea. How about you try it? Sounds great. Okay, here we go. Five, six, one. Sounds great. Five, six, one, two, zero, three, nine, one, seven, That sounds awesome. Five, six, one, two, zero, three, nine, one, seven, niner. What kind of music would you like to hear in airports? We're talking about music for airports. Thank you so much for that message. Um, yeah, I left that a while ago. I think I made that podcast a, a while ago. I'm not making any more podcasts anymore. Um, I just I did 19 episodes, and I think I'll leave it at that because I've done so much social media over the last few months. Um, but it's 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 thank you so much for calling. It was so lovely to receive that notification. Um, yeah, I'm gonna I'm gonna try, but I'm gonna use it properly. I think I'm more suited to Instagram stories than podcasting. Um, just because it's more creative for me and I enjoy it a little bit more. Um, I used to like the old anchor where you could actually have conversations, but um, that doesn't exist anymore. And uh, yeah, I I love your, you're on my first podcast. I don't know if you know that. Um, it was absolutely hilarious, the message that you left and really inspiring. <laughs> it's hilarious. Um, <laughs> yeah, so... Hey, Chad here from the Concave Hardcore Skating Podcast. I just want to thank you again for making that theme song for us. We'll definitely be using that on a future episode. I really appreciate it. It was so cool of you. Oh, hey, 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 dude, wh who are you? You can't just walk in here and grip on my junk, dude. Hey!
it's okay. I'm with the TSA. Yeah, man. <laughs> Don't sweat it, buddy. I'm with the TSA. You're with the TSA? Yeah, man. Yeah, I'm with the TSA. Don't sweat it, man. Let's do this thing. Yeah. Whoa. Sorry, dude. I didn't know his official business. Go for it. All right, man. That's the way to be. Yeah, TSA all the way. Yeah. So you visited Studio 54? How long were you there in Studio 54? How long was I there? Well, like, uh, okay, how long was it open? I don't know. I don't really remember. I don't remember. It was like, life went like, like two cars. Did you meet Andy Warhol? Yeah. You did? You met Andy Warhol? Yeah. Was he a nice guy? In New York, yeah. Um, were you? Did you ever meet Lou Reed? Did you meet Lou Reed? No. Um, did you go to the factory? No. So you hung out in Studio Fifty Four? No, I'm not exactly going to say I hung out there, but I went there. It's amazing. It's incredible. I've heard so much about that place. Same thing as Chelsea Hotel. Those are two places I've heard a lot about. Chelsea what? The Chelsea. Chelsea Hotel. Oh, okay. Yeah. I've heard about these places yeah. out there. <laughs> you know, these are legendary locations. Chelsea Hotel, yeah. Okay. That's yeah. where everybody that knew somebody slept. Well, yeah. Yeah, a lot of people stayed at the Chelsea Hotel. Uh, Leonard Cohen, Bob Dylan, a lot of folks that... Are just amazing, you know, geniuses. Today is the 10th, July 10th. The time right now, 7.13 p.m. And I've been watching Quantum Leap here on this Cody channel. Just all Quantum Leap over and over again. I've been seeing some extraordinary... Extraordinary shows, and there's a show where he actually leaped or leapt into his own younger self's body. This is such a rarity. This is such a rarity. It's it's always, you know, just other just for those of you who know the show, like it's just always other people that are out there. It's always someone else, and uh, he's got to try to figure out the pieces to make it all fit together. Well. On this one, he realized that he leapt into his younger self's body. And the whole point was for him to win a particular basketball game. Well, he realized while he was there, he's like, oh my God, my brother's going to die in Vietnam. Maybe while I'm here, I can convince him to not go. Uh, Oh my God, my dad is going to die of a heart attack in in a few years. Maybe I could get him to start eating healthy instead of smoking and, you know, um, treating his body bad. Also, my sister is going to marry some abusive guy in the future. Maybe I can warn her about that so she doesn't end up marrying that guy. And um, so there, there are all these elements at, at play. And uh, so his family thinks that basically he's crazy. They're like, no, no, he's crazy. You know, he's getting weird. Like, what is he talking about? He's a time traveler. What? Because they keep asking him, how do you know this? How do you know this? And so he's telling them stuff. He's like, look, you're going to do this. This is going to happen. And um, please, just trust me. And nobody's trusting him. 
they're like, you're crazy, you're crazy. And it gets to this part where he's talking with his sister about the Beatles. He says, oh, the Beatles break up. She goes, no, no. He goes, yeah, this is, in fact, I, yeah, they're going to break up. And, uh, and she goes, oh, she's like, no, no. She goes, so what happens with John? He's my favorite. And he's about to tell her that John gets assassinated. And um, that's when his buddy tells him, no, no, don't tell her that. Don't tell her that. So uh, Sam, Sam starts playing on the guitar. He starts playing Imagine for the sister. He starts playing Imagine for her. And he goes, this is a song that John, oh, she goes, what happens to John? You know, and he's about to tell her, oh, he gets assassinated. But he goes, oh, he writes a beautiful song. And he starts playing Imagine for her. And, uh, you know, and she's like, oh, that's beautiful. And I thought, how interesting is that, that that movie yesterday came out, which is about the guy who plays Beatles songs in a world where the Beatles don't exist. So this is pretty neat. This was sort of an interesting version of that in a, in a different way. Very cool. The image of people walking up the staircase that goes up into this bright, beautiful illumination. It, that would be fun for a Yachtly Crew album going off into the sky. We're playing the Beatles, Beatles rock band right now and there's a, an image of that. It's so powerful. Young people of America, awake! from your slumber of indolence and hearken the call of the future? Do you realize you are rapidly becoming a doomed generation? Do you realize that the fate of the world and of generations to come rests on your shoulders? Do you realize that at any time you may be called on to protect your country and the freedom of the world from the creeping scourge of communism? How can you possibly laugh in the face of the disasters which face us all from all sides? Oh, ignorant youth, the world is not a joyous place. The time has come for you to dispense with the frivolous pleasures of childhood and get down to honest toil until you are 65. Then, and only then, can you relax and collect your social security and live happily until the time of your death. Horace Thompson. Uh, House of Blues. So basically, there's an entire House of Blues installed within this. Property also features the bed and breakfast. Motorized sun awning and barbecue facility. Oh, air conditioned. Coin operated. It says it's fully air conditioned and then parentheses coin operated. This house is coin operated. And fans are provided at no extra charge. 
Am I seeing that? Am I supposed to put coins in to get some AC? We promise we will not charge you per step you use while walking through that house. That is our guarantee. I think we might need to stay at a hotel. We'll not charge you to walk on the floor for the first three days. So I just had this idea of a guy who rents out his Airbnb or his bread and breakfast thing and it's in his, in his uh, boat. And I love the idea of self-catering. It just kills me. Do you need self-catering materials? Call our delivery people. <laughs> they own the delivery service, so it's funny. <laughs> they're, 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 they'd be uh, requiring you to order from them. <laughs> it's interesting. <laughs> breakfast arrives. Hot every morning. Call us for delivery. <laughs> Maybe on that Airbnb. To recall the idea before. Maybe there's a secret room that he keeps locked. But someone, one day, they just open it. And that's the room that has all those deadly insects in it. And once you know, that's the day that like a tsunami hits or something or a, a earthquake happens and there's some ripples going on in that while that tourist is staying in there. That could be interesting. It's like a race against time. All this said is penthouse, Mahalala, number nine. Meleha, number nine. We promise this is MED approved. Okay. This Malta house is MED approved. The road. The road. So the earthquake comes in, knocks the creatures off the wall. Um, meanwhile, the ship is filling with water because it tipped. So. It's like, what, what's, what's going to happen first? What if he gets stung and then he's got to try to swim out underwater through the windows? And he just got stung by like four or five different world's deadliest creatures. Oof. What a crazy race against time that is. Because how do you even know what antidote to use for what? I guess the owner of the of the bread and bed and breakfast would. But man, how many of those insects could survive in the water? You know, do any of them swim? It's terrifying. Getting bitten by that and then having to swim underwater. Hold your breath. Would they swim after you? What if it wasn't just limited to insects? Maybe on one side of it was insects, the other side it was like, I don't know, deadly baboon. So now you gotta deal with a deadly baboon, poisonous insects. Would you hope that the baboon would fight off the insects or would you You know, I would just hope that the baboon wouldn't want to fight me. I 
They're like, just take whatever's in the fridge, thaw it out, slip it under the slot in the door on the left. <laughs> Never mind the sounds you hear. <laughs> Never mind the sounds you hear. Cause for special arrangements if you decide to stay longer than six days. Because things could get kind of mad. An idea for a movie or a short film or TV show or something called You've Been Unlocked. And people receive these emails and it just says, you've been unlocked. Put in your email here. And, you know, so, you know, so you can get the benefits and it's just so vague and it doesn't really say what you've been unlocked for or what, what the promise of anything is. And it's just this weird, like you've been unlocked, you know, hurry up and, you know, you have one minute, you know, and it's counting down. So it makes it feel like, oh, you better kind of turns you into that video game mindset kind of thing where you, you got this time limit and it's, you know, counting down and you have a certain mission that you got to accomplish before it ends and you've been unlocked and so maybe it leads them to a website where they're having a they're tricked into putting in their personal information or um you know i don't know what i don't know what but i imagine it is this ridiculous kind of like one of those um internet kind of horror films that out. Helicopter. Helicopter. The reason I point this out is because I was just looking on Instagram under this, uh, I was scrolling through this. I, you know, social media, for all the things that people complain about it for, what they're not revealing are all the brilliant things that come through social media all the great finds, all the great detectives out there, and they all bring it to light. Um, for instance, okay, the reason why I brought that up was on this 
Instagram, let's see here. It shows a picture of two helicopters, one facing to the right and one facing to the left. And the one facing at the right has the same three-ringed design on it that the one beneath it facing to the left has. Now, the little picture on the top, so it's imagine two pictures, they're split in half, but it's the same photo, so to speak. Same helicopter. Uh, so the top one says, The Walking Dead 9A Temporada. The one on the bottom says, Fear the Walking Dead 5A Temporada. And this person's quote was, I knew that I was not crazy and it was the same, beginning to merge more. So I think what they're saying here is that a helicopter that was seen in The Walking Dead is the same helicopter that appears in Fear the Walking Dead, where now the worlds are starting to match up. You're starting to see the Venn diagram. And before you know it, there will be yet another Walking Dead. A post-apocalyptic Walking Dead. I will not tell you how I know this. You will see. It's a post-apocalyptic Walking Dead. So, keep your eyeballs open for you. Uh, for that. I have not seen The Walking Dead. However, I can imagine this being a very miraculous find indeed. So cheers to all of you who love watching The Walking Dead and discovering clues. And thank you, those of you who like finding those and sharing them with the rest of us. Because even if there's a particular, you know, whether it's about comic books, whether it's about your favorite TV show, whether it's about um, an interesting synchronicity that you see. Uh, like, for instance, uh, John Garside shared with me this amazing video all about how Back to the Future predicts predicts 9-11. Back to the Future. Check it out. It's on Facebook. It's on Facebook video. But also it's on YouTube. I've seen it on YouTube before. Um, you know, so it's it's thanks to folks like this who are finding this really interesting. Heck, there's some stuff going on in the news. I'm not going to point in which direction. But I'm seeing things surface in the mainstream news that um, I think I told you guys there's a very interesting thing out there. Uh, starts with a Q, Q-A-N-O-N, Q-A-N-O-N, hashtag Q-A-N-O-N. If you look that up, it's very interesting. You'll find some very interesting things. So a lot of the stuff that's going on in the mainstream news right now was actually uncovered almost a year ago. So it's it's really interesting. So many interesting detectives out there finding stuff. There's a guy named Dr. Hawk, I believe that's his name, on Twitter. He is always finding amazing Twin Peaks, amazing Twin Peaks uh, references and matching them up side by side. Like he'll, like, um, oh gosh... What was it? What was it? There was one where they showed Coop. Okay, yeah. When he's walking out in season three, peak season three, he comes out of the red room. You see the curtain behind him. He's in the forest. And the way that he's standing is exactly the same way that uh, Coop is standing at the door when the tulpa is made, when the, when the Dougie tulpa is made to go live with Janie E. And little guy, 
interesting. So many interesting finds. There's a really cool one where they showed a side-by-side -side photo of young Bobby and uh, modern-day Bobby and the way that they're sitting at the booth at the Double R Diner. Man, so intriguing, so intriguing. That's the best kind of art, I would say, the kind that leaves you questioning. It puts it in your hands. You are the one who has to, you know, come up with an answer. But you're not required to come up with an answer. We only try to come up with the answers because we, we, are, we are curious. We want to see how it ties together. It's that wonderment. Is it that we don't want to have a movie lingering in our brains? Do we want to feel like a chapter, like the chapter has been closed? Huh. Kind of, it's kind of interesting. And I think that all of this spawned from a synchronicity involving looking at helicopters. Oh my God, there we go. How beautiful is that? Whoa. Okay, so I just realized. So this started, okay, so <laughs> it started out with looking at the synchronicity of Fear the Walking Dead and Walking Dead. And as I'm looking at that synchronicity, bam, that's when we hear the helicopter. Beautiful. Beautiful. There's so many synchronicities that were happening. So many. Did I tell you one? I had to have. If I did, well, I'm going to tell you again. The outdoor air conditioning units at the Desert Diamond. I'm just blown away. The Desert Diamond outdoor air conditioning units. I didn't even know those things existed. We had this text message thread with Yachtley Crew. And uh, David Bowie, he, he sweats. He, he sweats really easy. He gets hot really fast. And so they were going, hey, Dave, you're going to have a great time out there on the stage. It's going to be 106 degrees out there in Tucson. And, and I said, oh, don't worry. Don't worry. They said they'll have outdoor air conditioning units there. I made this up off the top of my head, not even knowing that these things, you know, I made it up. I thought I was making it up off the top of my head. We get there, and what is blowing at the stage? Three huge outdoor air conditioning units. You stood in front of this thing, I got to tell you, whoa, very nice and cool. So imagine an air conditioning attached to a huge fan, and the fan blows the cold air as it's, as it's manufactured. That's what was going on. And they're on the stage. They were shooting at the stage while we were playing. I mean, just amazing. Just amazing. I didn't have any intel about that. I didn't, I didn't, you know, it's so funny. No one in the group said, no one in the, in the text, no one, in, no one said in the text, like, wait, you talked to the people at Desert Diamond? <laughs> no one said, wait, how do you, you know, how do you know? And then no one said, oh, come on, that's preposterous, Kurt. Those things don't exist. 
And when we get there and we see the outdoor air conditioning units, it was equally no one said anything about the fact that they were there. <laughs> so now it makes me wonder if they were just completely dismissive on both aspects of it. <coughs> <coughs> Little hummingbird just landed. So now I'm wondering if they're completely dismissive on both aspects of it, in both the, the text message and in the, in the reality of seeing the real-life air conditioning unit, or they somehow trusted me that I had some kind of intel about an air, outdoor air conditioning unit. Such an inch... So interesting. So interesting. This is Robert from Twin Peaks, and you're listening to Inspirado Projecto. Got a light? 